Welcome to the D scene. This is the blogcast. One blog, handpicked, read, and discussed. I'm Mike Foundis, your host, commercial real estate agent, co-working evangelist, and overall tech nerd. Let's get started. Today we're talking about branding. How to Start Your Own Brand from Scratch in 7 Steps by Braveen Kumar, published on June 16th, 2017 in the Shopify.com blog. As always, uh, links in below. Building a brand from the ground up that stands out is no easy task. What should it look like? How should it make people feel? Will it resonate with my target audience? These are the questions that inevitably come up when you start thinking about how to connect the dots between what you're selling and who you're trying to reach. Whether you've got nothing but a business idea or want to pivot your existing brand, here's everything you need to know about building a strong identity for your business. What exactly is a brand? A brand isn't just a recognizable name and logo that distinguishes you in a crowded market. Your brand is how people perceive you wherever they interact with your business, both the impressions you can control and the ones you can't. When you think about it, people have brands too. We each have a name, a face, a style, a way of communicating, different impressions we make on different people, and what they say about us when when we're not in the room. Likewise, businesses have names, products, logos, colors, fonts, a language, and reputations to manage that make up who they are and affect how they're perceived. You can't build a brand without being consistent and maintaining that consistency as you extend your brand to every part of your business. But it all starts with establishing what that consistency is going to look like and the feeling you want it to evoke. How to build a brand. Building your brand essentially boils down to seven steps. One. Research your target audience and your competitors. Two, pick your focus and personality. Three, choose your business name. Four, write your slogan. Five, choose the look of your brand, colors and font. Six, design your logo. And seven, apply your branding across your business and evolve as you grow. While you might revisit some steps as you pivot your brand, it's important that you consider each aspect as you shape your brand identity. Let's start with laying the groundwork to inform the way you go about building your brand. One, figure out your place in the market. Before you start making any decisions about your brand, you need to understand the current market, who your potential customers and current competitors are. There are many ways to do this. Google your product or service category and analyze direct and indirect competitors that come up. Check subreddits that relate to your customers and eavesdrop in their conversations and product recommendations. Talk to people who are part of your target market and ask them what brands they buy from in your space. 
look at the relevant social media accounts or pages your target audience follows and are receptive to. Go shopping online or offline and get a feel for how your customers would browse and buy products. As you go about your research, make note of the following. Who your low-hanging fruit customers are, the ones you could most easily sell to. Who top-of-mind competitors are, the brands that are established and known in the market. How your customers speak and what they talk about, the interest they have and the language they express them in. It's important to have a handle on this before moving forward as it will inform what your brand should focus on and how it can position itself apart from the competitors. Two, define your brand's focus and personality. Your brand can't be everything to everyone, especially at the start. It's important to find your focus and let that inform all other parts of your brand as you build it. And here are some questions and branding exercises to get you thinking about the focus and tone of your brand. What's your brand positioning statement? A positioning statement is one or two lines that stake your claim in the market. This isn't necessarily something you put on your website or business card. It's just to help you answer the right questions about your brand. Your unique selling proposition is the one thing you're competing on. Find it, go in on it, and make it a part of your brand's messaging. Alternatively, if the company you want to start has a cause at its core, for example, if you're starting a social enterprise, you can also write this out as a mission statement that makes a clear promise to your customers or to the world. What words would you associate with your brand? One way to look at your brand is as if it was a person. What would he or she be like? What kind of personality would your customers be attracted to? This will help inform your voice on social media and the tone of all your creative, both visual and written. A fun and useful branding exercise is to pitch three to five adjectives that describe the type of brand that might resonate with your audience. I compiled the list of traits to help you get started. What metaphors or concepts describe your brand? Think about your brand as a metaphor or personifying it can help you identify the individual qualities you want it to have. This can be a vehicle, an animal, a celebrity, a sports team, anything, as long as it has a prominent reputation in your mind that summons the sort of vibe you want your brand to give off. For example, if I wanted to create a brand targeting entrepreneurs, I might choose to use the raccoon as a starting point. They're scrappy survivors that will do anything to thrive. If your brand was an animal, what animal would it be? And why is it like that animal to you? Three, choose a business name. A rose by any other name would still smell as sweet. But Nike, by any other name, would be seen on fewer feet. Shakespeare, sort of. What's in a name? Depending on the kind of business you want to start, you can make the case that your name matters very little or it matters a lot. As we've said before, a brand is so more than a name. 
the personality, actions, and reputation of your brand are really what give the name meaning in the market. But as a business owner, your company's name is probably one of the first big commitments you have to make. It'll impact your logo, your domain, your marketing, and trademark registration. If you decide to go that route, it's harder to trademark generic brand names that literally describe what you sell. Ideally, you want your business name that's hard to imitate and even harder to confuse with existing players in the market. If you have any plans to expand the product lines you offer down the road, consider keeping your business name broad so that it's easier to pivot than if you chose a brand name based on your product name. You can use a business name generator to brainstorm some, some names, or try one or a combination of the following approaches. Make up a word, like Pepsi. Reframe an unrelated word, like Apple for computers. Use a suggestive metaphor or word, like buffer. Describe it literally. Caution, easy to, this one is easy to imitate. Like the shoe company. Alter a word by removing letters, adding letters, or using Latin endings like Tumblr or Activia. Use the initials of a longer name like HBO for home box office. Combine two words, Pinterest, pin and interest, or Facebook, base and book. Turn a string of words in a, into an acronym, BMW, Bavarian Motor Works. Since your brand name will also affect the domain URL of your website, be sure to shop around to see what's available before you decide. It's also a good idea to run your name by a focus group or clo of close people, if for no other reason than to make sure it doesn't have an unintended meaning or is too similar to something else you might have missed. Four. Pick your brand's colors and fonts. Once you've got a name down, you'll need to think about how you'll visually represent your brand, namely your colors and typography. This will come in handy when you start to build your website. Choosing your colors. Colors just don't define the look of your brand. They also convey the feeling you want to communicate and help you make it consistent across your entire brand. You'll want to choose colors that differentiate you from direct competitors to avoid confusing consumers. Color psychology isn't an exact science, but it does help to inform the choices you make, especially when it comes to the color you choose for your logo. It's important to consider how legible white and black text will be over your color palette and how colored text might look over the white and black backgrounds. Try using a tool like coolers to brainstorm colors that work together Grab the hex codes to keep handy and sift through different shades to find ones you like. Choosing your fonts. At this point, it's also good to look at fonts you might want to use for your website. Pick two fonts at most to avoid unnecessarily confusing visitors. One for headings and one for body. This doesn't include the font you might use in your logo. You can use a site called FontPair to browse from a wide selection of fonts that go well together and download them if necessary. For inspiration, use Stylify Me on your favorite websites to see their visual style at a glance. Five, write a slogan. A catchy slogan is a nice to have asset. 
something brief and descriptive that you can put in your Twitter bio, website, headline, business card, and anywhere else you've got a few words to try and make a big impact. Keep in mind that you can always change your slogan as you find new angles for marketing. Pepsi has gone through over 30 slogans in the past few decades. A good slogan is short, catchy, and makes a strong impression. Here are some ways to approach writing a slogan of your own. Stake your claim. Death Wish Coffee, the world's strongest coffee. Make it a metaphor. Red Bull. Red Bull gives you wings. Adopt your customer's attitude. Nike. Just do it. Leverage labels. Cards Against Humanity. A party game for horrible people. Write a rhyme. Folgers Coffee. The best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Describe it literally. Artsia. Women's Fashion Boutique. You can try a slogan maker to brainstorm some ideas or play off your positioning statement to generate some potential one-liners to describe your business. Six, design your logo. A logo is probably one of the first things that come to mind when you think about building a brand. And for good reason. It's the face of your company after all and could potentially be everywhere that your brand exists. Ideally, you'll want a logo that's unique, identifiable, and that's scalable to work at all sizes, which is often overlooked. Consider all the places where your brand's logo needs to exist, from your website to your Facebook page to even the little favicons you see in your current browser tab. If you have a text logo as your Instagram avatar, for example, it'll almost be impossible to read. To make your life easier, get a square version of your logo that has an icon element that remains recognizable even at smaller sizes. Notice how the Walmart logo has the Sparks icon and the word mark, which can be separate. The following are some of the different logo types that you can choose to help you communicate with designers and find a style that makes sense of your brand. Keep the colors and fonts you choose in mind to make sure they work together with your logo to convey your brand. Abstract, example, Google Chrome. An abstract logo has no explicit meaning. It's just a shape and colors that you can't easily tie back to anything in the real world. The benefit of an abstract logo is that it has no innate meaning. You can make this up yourself and bring it to life in your customers' minds. Mascot, Wendy's. Mascot logos are often represented by the face of a character. They may humanize your brand, but be aware that they are an antiquated style now and only recommended in certain contexts. For example, you're deliberately going for a retro look. Emblem, Starbucks. Emblem logos are often circular and combine text with an emblem for a bold and regal look. If the design is too complicated, however, they can lose their impact when you shrink them down. But done right, they make for a memorable style of logo. Lettermark, IBM. Lettermark logos turn the initials of your full business name into a logo. If you choose a business name with three or more words, this might be a style you'd want to consider, especially if the initialism is catchy. Icon, Twitter. An icon logo is your brand represented by a visual metaphor. 
Unlike an abstract logo, an icon logo suggests something about the product. Twitter's bird is suggestive of the frequent short tweets on the platform. As an unestablished brand, you should stay away from using an icon logo by itself. However, if you're not sure about the kind of logo you want, pairing an icon logo with a wordmark is usually a safe bet. Wordmark, Facebook. Wordmark logos turn your brand name, colors, and font into a visual identity. The problem with wordmarks is that they're often hard to create in a scalable square design and easily lose their legibility when shrunk. However, you can fix this problem by simply getting an accompanying icon logo or turning the first letter of the wordmark into a separate but connected logo, like what Facebook does with the F. Combination, McDonald's. Because of the limitations that exist for each logo type, many logos are a combination of styles. As a new business, you don't need to choose an icon over a wordmark when you can get the best of both. This makes it easier to satisfy the condition of creating a scalable logo while still putting your brand name front and center. McDonald's, for example, can use their iconic golden arches wherever the full wordmark doesn't fit. And unless you've got design chops of your own, you'll probably be relegating the creation of your logo. You can outsource it for low cost on Fiverr or run a logo contest on 99designs. Uh, check out Seek Logo for even more logo inspirations and Hatchful Logo to start generating some ideas. Seven, apply, extend, and evolve your brand as you grow. Building a brand doesn't stop with creating a logo or slogan. Your brand needs to exist and remain consistent wherever your customers interact with you, from the theme you choose for your website, to the marketing you do to customer service, to the way you package and ship your products. You'll continue to shape and evolve your brand as you expose more customers to it and learn more about who they are and how to speak to them. It's important to appreciate that you will never have 100% control over how people perceive your brand. You can tug customers in the right direction, make a great first impression, and manage your reputation, but you can't control the individual perceptions that exist in each person's mind, say if they had a bad customer experience. All you can do is put your best foot forward at every turn and try to resonate with your core audience. But hopefully at this point, you have the tools, knowledge, and resources to start. The key takeaway for me was uh, the consistency and constantly listening to your, to your, your clients, your customers, your stakeholders. And uh, I really like just kind of the, the concept of applying and evolving your brand uh, as you you learn and grow so solid article this has been how to start your own brand from scratch in seven steps written by Braveen Kumar for the shopify.com blog published on June 16th, 2017.